Welcome to the Fully Express podcast with Corena. Wow. I am truly blown away by the feedback that I received from getting my breast implants removed and the amount of love that I've received from everyone regarding getting my breast implants removed. Like, truly, like, Thank you for everyone that has reached out. Thank you for anyone just that took the time to listen to the previous episode. It has shown me that I'm not alone. It has shown me that I have a lot of love in this community and on social media and that I'm really not the only one going through this. I think what's interesting is that I received so much feedback in regards to that and a lot of feedback about how inspiring it is that I am so comfortable in my body and that how much work I've done on my body and how much I love my body and that is something I didn't really think was going to come through but clearly a lot of people that were listening to that episode received that as well and you know I know what it feels like to not feel comfortable in some in your own body I know what it feels like to constantly compare your body to other people's bodies I know what it feels like to feel like look a certain way that you wish you were skinnier that you had a bigger butt or they had bigger boobs or that you have this and that and the journey of getting there for me was a lot a lot of work a lot of intentional work a lot of commitment not just praying that one day I was going to wake up in love with my body it really didn't work that way so for today's episode I'm going to focus specifically on what and how I'm doing and what yeah so what I'm doing and how I'm doing getting ready for surgery. So what I'm doing to prepare, how I'm preparing, and what that actually looks like. And then I also want to share that, you know, the the following episode is going to be around loving your body. I'm going to invite a very special guest onto the podcast to talk about what that journey is to fall in love with your body. What are the kinds of things that you can do to start falling in love with your body? And what does that actually look like? Just because of the feedback that I've received. But for today's episode... I really, really want to dive into and share with you what am I going to be doing preparing for my explant surgery coming up in two weeks Um, because I think it's important to know I've done so much research on just breast implant illness as well as just surgeries and preparing. And now that I know so much about even like surgery trauma, like I've heard and please, this is just me hearing like, please go validate your sources or do your own research. But I've heard that the body, I mean, I've even heard the body keeps the score. So our bodies end up keeping a lot, like basically notes of any kind of trauma that we've ever experienced, emotional trauma, physical trauma, et cetera. And there is such thing as surgery trauma, because if you think about it, right, you're going into a space where your body is under anesthesia and your body doesn't have control or is witnessing what is happening to you but cannot really say yes or no to what's happening and your body is going through surgery it is getting cut open things are moving people are moving around you're touching it in a certain way like and I've heard that especially for people that have done numerous amount of have gotten numerous amounts of surgery on their body do have a lot of trauma within the body the body holds on to that and so Thinking about that and knowing that for myself, I've been really, really taking the surgery really seriously. 
And so I think hope this episode is just going to give you some key things that you could think about for your, any kind of surgery and especially for your breast implant surgery because I want my body to feel safe. I really want my body to feel safe for healing. I want it to feel like it's in a parasympathetic state, which basically means that I want my body to be in a rest and digest state. I don't want my body to be stressed. I don't want my body to be in flight or flight. I really, really want to be with my body. I want my body to feel as good as I can going into surgery, as calm as I can, and creating as much calmness post-surgery and not being stressed out because that's a whole nother level to all of this is really also post-surgery, I have to put myself in such a healing state. So the very first thing that I'm doing and I've made sure to do is that November and December are not going to be very stressful months for me. I have intentionally created a lot of space this month, not going to put myself in situations where I'm going to overexert myself. I'm going to try and put myself in as much healing state. I'm going to be surrounded by people that feel very calming to me. I'm going to make sure my calendar isn't fully, fully booked. So I'm in fight or flight or running from one thing to the next right before surgery. That is the last thing that I want to do for my body. And so that's the first thing. And then the second thing that I've been doing is emotionally making sure that I am releasing any kinds of emotions that may have come up. And as I shared in the previous episode, I've basically gone through the freaking initiation of this healing journey that's coming up a year ago. Like when I decided that I wanted to get my breast implants removed, I already started the healing journey. Things already started coming up for me. The triggers, the mirrors, I mean, everything. So in those moments, I really made sure to welcome my partner into the conversations that involved him. I started to openly talk about it with my friends that are close to me and and then I started to really practice a lot of my somatic practices whenever emotions would come up, insecurities. I mean, grieving a previous body of mine, the way that I've looked for the last 10 plus years. Like I'm 31 years old and I got these done when I was 20. And so a lot of my identity or a lot of what I connect with are these boobs. <laughs> and I've already had to be with what that actually looks like. Um, and the other thing is when I'm somatically and releasing any of these emotions and what does that actually look like? Like I will feel into the emotions and identify that, for example, if my mind is spiraling. That means that my body is feeling something in my body. And so I tend to bring myself into my body and then I realize that I'm either holding some kind of emotional energy in either my throat, my chest or my belly or my upper back and I'll identify that. And I'll bring my attention to that place. And then when I bring my attention to that place, it basically heightens that air. And I allow myself my breath to bring into there. And then as I bring my attention to there, I tend to either get very emotional. I can either get angry or frustrated or sad, depending on what I'm working through at the time. And I allow myself in that space to actually process those emotions. And so if I'm, if I'm sad, I'll let myself cry. If I'm grieving, I'll let myself grieve. If I'm angry, I'll use my anger practices, which I have an episode coming up here you guys can listen to. My anger practices to help me process any of the anger that I'm feeling. Because one of the things that has truly come up, and I've shared this on the last episode if you didn't think about it, 
there's a lot of anger towards myself for want, for getting the breast implants in the first place. All right, ladies, if you are listening in, this is for you. If you have a friend or family member that is female, that is looking for community, that is looking at this path of growth and wanting to evolve as a human being, please listen in. So I want to share with you the Fully Expressed community. If you haven't heard about it, you need to hear about it and you're hearing about it today. And I'd love for you to check it out. The Fully Expressed community is for women supporting women. We have created a community where you can connect with other women that are also on this path of growth, that are interested and curious about what else is available to them. They want to see themselves living a life fully expressed in their lives and their relationships and their business. They want to bring their fully authentic self into all areas of their lives so they can actually attract a life and relationships and careers and business that is so aligned to them because they are living a life fully express. In the fully express community, we meet online every single second Wednesday of every single month at 5.30 p.m. PST and also have access to a Slack channel where I drop resources, where we share information, we talk about the community, we create community. You also get access to not only the guest coaches that have been on this podcast, but also guest coaches that I have kept waiting to show you what they have to share with you when it comes to their teachings and their practitioners. You're not only going to listen from me, but you're also going to learn from these amazing human beings that are available to you out there and here to share their gifts with you so that you can live a life fully expressed. The fully expressed community is only $27 a month. And if you leave a review on this podcast, I will actually gift to you one month to come join us for free in the Fully Expressed community to actually experience what it means to be in this community and these women. So if you go leave a review for me, I'll go do that. You can also find more information in the show notes about the Fully Expressed community. And I hope to see you there next month, the next second Wednesday that is available to you to be surrounded by other women that just freaking get it, that just get what you're going through. I'll see you there. Like I think about a, how expensive it is to get breast implants and how expensive it's been to get these explants removed. And it's such an expensive lesson. And also, like, I get really upset with the fact that I, I decided to get the breast implants from an insecurity and wanting my body to feel look a certain way. And I get so hard on myself for getting hard on myself for the way that I looked. And a lot of those parts of me just want to be present and I allow them to be present. I allow myself to move through them. But by emotionally regulate, allowing myself to process the emotions, it's helping my system regulate. It's helping my body not hold on to any of the emotions that I have about this experience. And that's really important me going into surgery. Something that I've learned in the last year of doing a lot of research is that our scars hold onto the emotional state that we're in when we get those scars. And so the biggest thing that I keep thinking about is I, I know I'm going to have scars and I know there's going to be emotions associated with those scars. So I want to support myself in preparing to not hold on to maybe as many emotions that might be digged into my scars. I also know that the scars are, as I start to heal them post-surgery and work through them and massage them, can also hold on to a lot of emotions and so on. So that's one thing that I've been truly trying to do. And if I feel called, I might end up having some kind of somatic session with 
a practitioner or so just to make sure I'm releasing anything else that I'm holding on to. And now for the physical stuff. So the types of things that I'm doing to get myself into a more of a parasympathetic state for surgery. I've been seeing chiropractors. So I've been getting chiropractic sessions and getting my system aligned, my muscles aligned, my muscles in the same, in the right places, my joints, my bones, all the things. So my body is in a parasympathetic state. I want my nervous system to feel comfortable in my body. And if my body is out of alignment, if my muscles aren't feeling good, that's going to add to stress to my body and my body's not going to be in a healing state. So I've been seeing a chiropractor. The other thing too is like with breast implants, I have noticed that my back, I tend to have, I don't have the best posture. It's really hard for me to do that. I opened myself up because I got the breast implants underneath the muscle. And so I already know that my breast implants are affecting my muscles of my upper body. I can feel it in my hands. I can feel it in my grip strength. I can feel it in my upper body strength. And so truly trying to get my body into alignment. So once these babies come out, my body can just find itself again, right? I can find myself into alignment. I do plan to go to the chiropractor probably no earlier than a month or six months or six weeks after the surgery to go keep getting realigned and make sure that my body's healing in an aligned state. That's really important. And then the next one that I'm going to be um, starting this month is acupuncture right before the surgery and post-surgery. So acupuncture is a Chinese medicine. It helps move your chi. It helps move the blood flow. It helps your organs really get in. It also, you know, right before surgery, it increases endorphin levels which can alleviate any adequate surgical pain. So I really want to leverage that as much as possible so I'm not feeling as much surgical pain post-surgery. It also just helps decrease any anxiety. It helps me regulate my nervous system. I just It really brings me into a very parathympic state, set it stake. If you've ever gotten acupuncture, you know, I always feel so calm during it and I want to make sure that I just feel very calm. I mean, you can get where I'm coming from. Post-surgery, I will also be getting acupuncture to help blood flow. I'm going to help it directly move and circulate and promote circulation and reduce the swelling around the scars that are going to be helping in my body. And then I am also want to use it as a way to get my organs working properly. And so something that I've learned with breast implants is obviously they can, breast implant illness is basically your body reacting to a foreign object and your immune system having a reaction to that. And the other thing that I've learned is that by having breast implants in, it locks a lot your detox pathways. And what's really, really important. And so with the acupuncture, I'm hoping and knowing that it's going to promote the detox and supporting my body to detox and open up. But in more addition to that, one of the biggest things that I've noticed with breast implants is that my lymphatic system doesn't work very well. So like I don't sweat as well as I used to. And that's really in the body to actually sweat. Sweating means that my body is detoxing and it's releasing anything within me. So sweat is really good. And I didn't know that. And so I will also be getting lymphatic drainage massages. My goal is to get a total of five. I'm going to get one right before the surgery to help my body start to open up and lymphatically drain. I also do a lot of dry brushing in my day-to-day. So I'm going to double down on my double dry, dry, dry brushing before the surgery and post-surgery along with the lymphatic drainage massages. 
the lymphatic drainage massages are a very specific technique to help the lymphatic drain. And the specific practitioner that I go to and have been going to over the last years, he uses sesame seed oil, which is also a detoxing oil, and it helps pull any of the toxins that are in your body directly out of your body. And I actually, I love working with him because there's a towel that I lay on and I can literally see all of this shit, all of these toxins come out of my body onto the towel. So I'm going to be doubling down on that. One, because even just during surgery, we tend to swell up. So it's important to do that. And so I do have, my goal is to go weekly for, for a month after surgery. That is my intention which I'm really excited about. And the guy that I go to, if you guys live in Orange County, you have to see him. He's going to be, he's currently in St. Clemente. He's going to be moving to Newport and he does come to San Diego every once in a while. He's just so good. Some lymphatic massages that I've gotten just feel like not the best. And this guy is just so good. So if you ever need someone, let me know. And then from a diet perspective, I already do eat like this, so it's really difficult for me to add more to it, but I'm going to cut back on eating out for the next couple of months to kind of control this. So I I am going to eliminate high inflammatory foods. So no seed oils, no processed sugars or carbs, no gluten or dairy. And I already, Nick and I eat like this. We eat so clean in our home. We don't, we don't buy processed foods. We make sure none of our foods has seed oils in them. We try our best not to eat processed sugars and carbs, but you know, we like an 80-20 split. Sometimes when we go out, we enjoy and we don't we don't care about what seed oils are in the food or what sugars are in the food if we're getting dessert, like we're diving in. So but because I'm going into surgery, I want to make sure that I'm not eating as inflammatory foods. So I'm going to make sure that we're not eating out as much the next two weeks before surgery. Uh or if I do eat out, I'm going to find a restaurant. And I have a couple of restaurants here that follow the diet that I'm talking about. And then lastly, this product that I'm going to be taking is called Asia, which Asia, if you haven't heard of Asia, Asia kind of came into our world in the last year because actually more like in the last six months. One, one of my friends is a huge fan of Asia Redox products, and she introduced it to me earlier this year. So let me tell you what Asia is first. And how I used it. So ASEA Redox products are the first, this is according to the website, I'm just going to read it directly from the website. ASEA Redox products are the first and only products on the market that contain active redox signals, molecules, cellular messengers, vital in protecting, rejuvenating, and restoring cells. These molecules native to the human body are created through a groundbreaking patent process that reorganizes molecules of natural salt and purified water and redox signaling molecules. And so the best way that I understand ASEA and how these work now have been, how someone has shared it to me, is that our body has a number of cells. And throughout the time of just the day of being bored, we end up having cells that work well. We have cells that work really well. We have cells that don't work at all. And we have cells that are working kind of half-assed. And there are some cells in our body, for example, that are not working. And there are some cells in our body that are kind of half-ass working. And someone just, she described it to me, a friend described it to me as like, you know, that vacuum that you have at home and you, you have a vacuum at home that kind of works, doesn't work. And you still use it. Like it kind of picks up some of the stuff off the ground, but it doesn't fully pick up everything off the ground and you keep using it. 
So we have a lot of cells like that in our bodies, especially if we're dealing with diseases or illnesses or constantly getting sick or or our immune system is compromised or you've had trauma to the body and things like that. And with ASEA, it helps basically rejuvenate all of your cells and your cells get to a place really strong where they can go actually heal the areas of your body that need help, the parts of your body that you have an SOS. So if you have organs that aren't working, it's really good for your immune system. It helps a lot of people detox. I mean, there's a list of things and the testimonials are absolutely amazing. Not going to lie, when I first heard of it, I was like, I'm taking a lot of supplements. I've learned so many little things like, I don't know if I really trust this. It's just basically water because it looks like water and basically very salty water with molecules or redox molecules within the water. So about back in June or July, I'm blinking, Nick and I went to a wedding in Maine. Right before that month, I started taking progesterone because I've realized that I'm really low in progesterone. And so I started taking progesterone. I took too much progesterone and my body had an autoimmune response. My immune system was basically feeling attacked for how much progesterone I had in my body. And I broke out in this really crazy rash. I thought it was eczema. I don't know if it's eczema. I don't know what it was, but it was super itchy all over my body. And I was so scared that I was having an autoimmune response. And I already have autoimmune diseases in my family line. Like my mom has lupus, my mom's sister has psoriasis. And so an autoimmune disease for me is not like a far stretch. And I wouldn't be surprised that, I mean, I do know that I have some of the genetics for it. And so when that went through that, I was like, what the heck? I was so scared. I was like, what's happening to me? And I went to my friend and she was like, you have to take a SIA here, take it home with you. And I tried it for a month and... Literally, you guys, it cleared me up. Nothing else was working, and this cleared me up. All of my rashes completely went away. She even told me, she's like, put the water directly on your rashes. And I was like, okay. And so I would put it like on the ones that were super flared up the night before, and I would wake up and they were gone. It was wild. And so I trusted ASEA, and I saw it really implement me. So I'm taking ASEA specifically because obviously the breast implants can impact your immune system. And so I really want to use ASEA to help me heal any immune system compromises that any compromise that my immune system has been under for the last 10 plus years, as well as I'm going to take ASEA for a while. And I just want to, you know, vitality and health and wealth means so much to me. So that's one big thing. ASEA also helps you just detox for anything that's coming within you. It's a product that you can honestly take for a long period of time. A lot of Olympians actually take ASEA. A lot of people just keep ASEA in their products in their, in their back pocket as a product that is just changing the world for them. So I'm going to start taking ASEA before and after surgery. And then ASEA also has a gel. And so a lot of, I don't believe in like Botox or anything like that. I am very on the natural holistic side of things. Never gotten Botox done. And so, or even when it comes to like products for my face, like I don't do anything that is not natural. I'm usually looking for products that all come with like very natural elements or the ingredients I know. I don't really purchase products that don't have ingredients that I don't know what's in them. And the SIA has a gel. And so a lot of people use it for their face and for their skin. 
but I'm also going to be using it for my scars. So I'm going to be using ASEA to help me with healing my scars directly on my breast implants. And so that is what I'm going to be using the ASEA gel for. I think it's called Renew 28 or 23. So that's what I'm going to be doing. And then post-surgery, uh, you know, I'm also prepared for any of the emotional stuff to come up. So I'm going to be supported in this way. And if needed, I will be doing somatic sessions with the mentors that I go to, or I will be doing some kind of probably ceremony in the new year. I can kind of feel like that might be a thing that I might be doing. I'm just going to let my body lead me to the direction and there's no part of me that's not going to lean into it. Like I have truly financially prepared for this season of healing. I've mentally prepared for this season of healing. And I really just want to share this with everyone that is interested in knowing how I'm preparing for the surgery specifically. Now, none of this is medical advice. Again, none of this is the the way that you have to do things. But I wanted to give you guys some ideas to think about. And yeah, you know, I love help. And so if you ever need any any help or guidance when it comes to health, my boyfriend, my partner, he is going to school to become a naturopathic doctor. I also know a ton of healers and practitioners that I always can always connect you with. And yeah, let me know if you found this really helpful. Again, you can take away some of these really fun ideas and things that I'm lifting for just for any surgery. Uh, and yeah, well, thank you so much for listening. I'm so excited. Look forward to the next episode because we are going to be talking more about body love and how to love your body. And then at the end of this month, I am going to share with you guys how I'm feeling post-surgery and what that actually was like. So keep an ear out and that's what you can expect for the next couple episodes. Please share this with anyone that you think would benefit from these episodes and sending you so much love into your week. Thank you again for listening and we'll chat soon.